This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning, y'all. Happy New Year. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Do you have your hair in locks, braids, afro, cornrows? If so, you, like many curly-haired or non-white folks in the Western world, have likely been faced with the concept of a quote-unquote unprofessional hairstyle. For too long, anything that deviates from straight, pulled back, or cut short hair has been a problem in many workplaces. That is, until now. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that Illinois has joined 17 other states in making it illegal for employers to discriminate against a person because of their hair. Illinois' new Crown Act protects folks against workplace discrimination based on traits associated with a particular race, which includes hair texture and hairstyles like locks, braids, and twists. The bill was introduced by State Senator Maddie Hunter. She says it'll better equip employees to take legal action when necessary. So many people say, oh, we don't need that law, we don't need that But they don't understand why we pass laws. You pass laws to protect people. Hunter is a part of the National Black Women's Creative Cooperative, and she says they've been pushing for Congress to pass a similar law on the federal level. If you went to college in the U.S., you may have received a Pell Grant. It's free money that helps cover college tuition, and it has been off-limits to some of the poorest folks in our society, people in prison. My colleague Anna Sofchinka is reporting that that is also supposed to change in some places this year. Augustana College in Western Illinois runs an educational program at the East Moline Correctional Center, and that program was selected to test out Pell Grants for people in prison. But the program ended up having a hard time launching this past fall. Program director Shannon Varallo said the money wasn't even enough to cover student tuition, let alone other program expenses. There are pockets of incredibly dedicated people, but you need the funds to make it happen. And money doesn't grow on trees. Varallo also said they have to rely heavily on extra funding beyond the Pell Grants to educate their students behind bars. Yeah, that's not sounding too far off on what it takes to pay for college here on the outside, too. In some other education news, families with children in Chicago public schools are asking for help meeting students' basic needs. Usually the top needs are for social-emotional programs. But my colleague Sarah Karp is reporting that this school year, some of the most requested items are shampoo, soap, female hygiene products, winter coats, and food. That's according to an organization that works closely with about 200 schools. Robin Kelsch works for Communities in Schools of Chicago, and they connect schools with programs and resources. Many people are raising their hand maybe for the first time saying that they have this kind of need, and that requires a level of bravery on their end to say, yes, I need this. Parents in Highland Park are among the groups working to meet these needs. After the July 4th shooting in the area, they wanted to pitch in and help. Last week, I mentioned that most Illinois minimum wage workers will be getting a raise on January 1st. Well, it all went into effect on Sunday, and my colleague Alex Degman has a breakdown of the details. The statewide minimum wage is now $13 an hour for non-tipped employees. If you receive tips, you should now be at 780 
And if tips don't get you to 13, your employer has to make up the difference. The wage will continue to go up by a dollar an hour each January 1st until it hits 15 in 2025. Those younger than 18 working fewer than 650 hours a year now get 10.50 an hour. The rates don't apply in the city of Chicago or suburban Cook County, which have their own higher rates. The city raised its minimum wage for employers with more than 21 workers to 15.40 an hour in July. The tip wage is 9.24. Cook County raised its hourly rate to 13.35 in July. Tipped employees there get 7.80 in line with the rest of the state. That was my colleague Alex Degman. And before we get to weather, a few quick hits. Workers from Howard Brown Health will be on the picket line starting today. Howard Brown Health has 11 clinics throughout Chicago that serve the LGBTQ community. The workers are saying that management isn't doing enough to prevent the proposed layoffs of about 15% of the staff. And in case you haven't heard, the Illinois State Supreme Court decided to halt the Safety Act, which would have ended cash bail in the state, effective January 1st. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul is appealing a decision by a Kankakee County judge from last week that partially derailed the new law. Meanwhile, two suburban states attorneys requested that the Supreme Court maintain consistent pretrial procedures and suspend the law entirely to, quote, ensure that those accused of a crime in Illinois will receive equal and fair treatment throughout the state. As I have been, I will keep you posted on how this cookie crumbles. As for weather, well, those 60-degree temperatures ain't happening after all this week. The high will stay in the mid-40s today with a mix of clouds, rain, and thunderstorms. Tonight, cloudy, low in the mid-30s. And that's it for the rundown today. If you got some New Year's resolutions, best of luck. If one of them is observing dry January, check out our conversation with Christina Torres, founder of Bendicion Dry Bar and Bottle Shop. We talked to her on Friday about some of the drinks, culture, and feels that she's bringing to the sober scene in Chicago. You can find that episode in the same place you found this one or wherever else you get your podcasts. Otherwise, I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning.